Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, yo. So if you have not already, you need to, need to, need to, need to go and download the Crush It in 2018 guide. Just head over to tinyleaps.today. That's tinyleaps.today right now and download it. I'll see you there. In this episode, I try something different. Get ready because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaves. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life, except not in this episode. My name is Greg Clunas, and today I uh, thought I would do something interesting. So as many of you know, I have a Facebook community that is designed to support this show. We are currently at 2,818 members. I really want to hit 3,000 by the end of 2017. So if you have not already, be sure to join it. Just head over to Facebook and search Tiny Leaps or go to facebook.com slash groups slash tiny leaps. Be sure to join, um, help us get to that 3000 number and join the community because if you're listening to this show, you may as well be a part of the community, right? Now, with that said, I want to try something different today. A few weeks ago, one of our uh, top members, Nancy Joe Adams, she started a thread that I found pretty interesting. She said, uh, quote, seems we have a group of folks that like to read a lot. It is no secret that we all read nonfiction, self-help, productivity, and communication books, etc. Share with us a book outside of the self-help, self-improvement, finances, productivity, and time management genre that you have read or listened to that made a huge impression on you, fiction or nonfiction. And go. Now, I love this prompt. I'm a big fan of the self-help genre. There's no questioning that. You know, I read that stuff constantly. It's sort of why I started this show, even though I have my issues with it. But I'm also a big fan of fiction. I'm a big fan of biographies. And I, I just read a lot in general. I believe that reading is the way to access the world's knowledge in the most uh, productive manner. You know, Google is great for accessing specific pieces of information you're looking for, but reading allows you to discover information that you don't know you're looking for in a really, really focused way. Um, 
And so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it. And don't get me wrong. I like articles and blog posts and that sort of thing, too. So I, I don't want to get into the argument between Google and physical books. But the point is, I really love reading. I really love exploring and learning from others who took the time to lay something down for me. And so I love this prompt. And what really got me into it was actually all the responses, because there are some incredible books or incredible sounding books here that... I don't have any context around, to be completely honest, and I don't have any experience with, but these are community members. These are fellow listeners. And so I can only assume that if they love it as much as they do, if they chose it as their book recommendation, there's probably a good chance that the rest of us will at least get something from it. Because if we all listen to this show, there's a good chance that we have a similar view of the world in some sense. You know, we listen to this show because we all sort of embrace that philosophy of focusing on these small things you can do every day to change your life. And and so there's a good chance that if somebody who listens to this show recommends something, you'll probably, if not love it, you'll probably at least get something from it. So I want to make sure that I share this for any of the you who are not in the group so that you can add some books to your list going into 2018. Uh, so the first one comes from Carmela Moffat. Uh, she recommends Gregor the Overlander. Uh, and she says, this sat on my pile forever because I didn't think I'd be interested in it because it was classified as a young reader book. I've never forgotten the love and com- compassion I felt towards a cockroach. It really drove home the judgments we make based on appearances. Now, I, I this is a good time to say I have no context around any of these books, so I don't know what they're about. I don't know how good they are. I'm just sharing the recommendations of the community and uh, I encourage you to look them up for yourself and make an informed decision as to what you want to read next. But hopefully this will help in that journey. Um, So next one comes from Chris Coe. He said, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor E. Frankl. Not a self-help book, but a recount of his days in the Auschwitz concentration camp. Now, this one I haven't read, but I have heard is incredible. Um, So I actually plan on adding this to my book list for 2018. Uh, I should actually, I should create like a book list on Goodreads or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure that out. But anyway, I do plan on adding this. Uh, so check that out if you'd like. Big thanks to Carmela and Chris so far for sharing. Uh, the next one, I just read Ragged Company by Richard Wagamese. I've read about five of his novels. He's a very good storyteller, and it's important that as a third-generation settler in Canada, I make efforts to listen to slash support First Nations people. So many of his characters come from such hard backgrounds and go through such transformations in their life. It's really heartbreaking and genuine and pulls at my compassion. Now, that's a great, great description. I'm really, really curious Uh, about that book. It seems like something that I could really get into. So I'm going to probably add that to my list as well. And that one comes from Amanda Lay. Next up, we've got one from Elizabeth Moore, uh, Furiously Happy by Jenny Lawson. She writes about her struggles with mental issues and chronic illnesses with a wonderful, if not what some would consider inappropriate sense of humor. She's helped me realize that just because I struggle with mental illness doesn't mean that I am my mental illness. I've only listened to this book, but I wouldn't recommend listening to it while driving or at work because you will laugh hard. I love books like that. Elizabeth, thank you for sharing. Uh, Jeremy M. Cutler, he was on a few episodes ago, so make sure you go check that out. Uh, His response, I got stacks. 
I'll have to get back to this. And then a little later, he follows up and he says, uh, Chronicles of Narnia series was pivotal for me as a child. Growing up in the church, the Jesus pictured on a golden cross between two candlesticks felt like such a lofty and distant character. However, Lewis's depiction of Aslan was so alive to me. As a child, I often drew strength and courage from these stories that bore me through a childhood full of abuse from three different stepfathers. In a sense, this character had become like a father to me. Now, Jeremy, I want to thank you for being willing to share uh, that story but also being willing to share the book recommendation. Uh, next up, we've got Peter Coulter. Uh, he recommends two books, Appetite by Nigel Slater, a British cook, and A Wizard of Earthsea by Ursula K. Le Guin. Or Le Guin. I, be- I believe it's Le Guin. Um, so check those out. Aaron Fanouf, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Please don't hate me if I'm not. Uh, my Fight is Your Fight by Ronda Rousey. I haven't actually read that, but I will have to add it to my list as well. Next, we've got Jeffrey Kretz, The Book With No Name. He describes it as intense and dirty, fantastic thriller smelling beer, blood, and pee. Not my type of book personally, but um, look it up. I'm I'm sure there's something in there that that we can all enjoy. Uh, And then rounding down to the last two, Mariah Dawn Williams Wood. She recommends The Prophet by Kalal Gibran. I've actually heard of this book. I've heard it's really, really good. Uh, so I'm going to have to add that to my list as well. And then Sherry Willoughby or Cherry Willoughby. I I don't know which one it is, but whichever Sherry Willoughby. I, I hope you can forgive me for potentially mispronouncing. Uh, so it's A Tap on the Window by Linwood Barclay. I haven't read that either, but check it out. Now, I want to um, you know follow up on this episode or sort of end this episode with my big recommendations, non- self-help books that I think would be incredible reads for you in the next year. You know, just things that I highly, highly recommend and have read and, and recommended to multiple people because I'm, I'm just such a big fan of it. Uh, so the first is a book called Dark Matter. It's by Blake Crouch. Now, the reason I like it, it's about alternate realities. And I'm super into that concept. Uh, I love everything that is just trying to tackle that question of, are we the only universe that exists? And, and if so, or if not, rather, how would do those universes intertwine and what would happen if we were to be able to travel between them? So Dark Matter is a fantastic, fantastic book. The next is a series, actually. It's three books, and they feel like 12 books because they are huge. Uh, so it's The Passage by Justin Cronin. Both of these are, are relatively similar. I believe they're friends, but similar concepts or rather similar writing styles. The Passage is a huge, huge time investment, but is so worth it. Three books, The Passage, The Twelve, and The City of Mirrors. And then last but not least, I will recommend, I guess it's a, you know, no, I won't recommend that one because it does fall under self-help. So instead, I'm going to recommend a book called The Third Wave. It's by Steve Case, who's one of the founders of AOL back in the day. It just talks about where he thinks the world and technology is going and what that means for businesses going forward. So the third wave represents the next wave of change that's about to happen and and what you can do to sort of get ahead of it and and take advantage of it the way they did with AOL. So those are my personal books. I I just read through some of the community's favorite books. I'd love to hear what are your favorite books? What are your favorite nonfiction or fiction, but non-self-help books, things that have helped you, whether as a child or things that have just pushed you forward 
or just things that have sparked your imagination. What are yours? Reach out to me on Instagram at Greg Clunas. If you don't have an Instagram, reach out to me on Twitter at Greg Clunas. If you don't have a Twitter, join the Facebook community. Actually join the Facebook community even if you have both of those other things. So head over to Facebook, search Tiny Leaps and request access or just go to facebook.com slash groups slash tiny leaps. Thank you for listening. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to subscribe if you have not already. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Yeah, cause